Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the Steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Steak Shapiro. I slept in a closet in Cape Cod, (laughs) drunk. Sandra Golden. I hope they kept their receipt because they're all coming back and they're going to be discounted at TJ Maxx. Rusty Menzel. They didn't have that when I was playing travel softball in February. That's why I was 50 pounds heavier. And Drew Butler. Cam probably put his hands on him like, little man, make a smart decision. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome to Friday. The Steakhouse is rocking and rolling and ready to give you a strong hundred and, well, now we're about 117 minutes. Okay, I'm prepared. So that's that's what we promise you, our effort. We're going to give an A for effort. It's a Friday morning. It is gloomy. It is go back home. And put on your favorite streaming television show. Tell the boss you're not going to see him. It's not a day to be golfing or tennis or any of that stuff. This is a day to, which it's actually a day drinking day too. A bunch of dudes are just, you know, go to Manuel's Tavern around. Like, you got to find like a like a dank, divey yeah, bar. Yeah, I totally agree. Right? Something dark. Get a greasy cheeseburger, mm. dark bar, and just kind of disappear into uh what is kind of a, a, a nasty Atlanta morning. How are you doing? You were in town last night. Yep, fantastic. We had an awesome meeting yesterday with uh, our team here at Odyssey. You know what I was thinking as I was listening? That the positivity and the good news and all that, it, uh, that doesn't happen often at a meeting. I thought it was really great. Enjoy being a part of this team. Yeah, they got a, uh, a tri- what's the term? Triumphant, three, three stations all yeah. crushing, V103. Star 94 with the lovely Jen Hobby and uh, and 92.9 with the highest ratings, I think, in the history of the station. So, yes, it was nice to be somewhere where radio is thriving. Yeah, and just a good energy in the building. And I must tell you, I was out and about yesterday a lot, and I swear to you people stopped and wanted to know about Penelope the Possum. Yeah, so, Peter And possum. then you send a picture, and I go, that's definitely not a little girl. That's a possum that's been eating right. I mean... Bo, you saw the photo, right? I sent it. To I you. did. That's pretty impressive, <laughs> dude. How how big and scary was that thing? Not scary. I grew up in the country, so oh, really? I'm, I'm all about some possums, man. So like, I'll pick it up th- and take it outside. Stop too. it! You yeah, pick sure. it up by the tail. Yeah. Yeah, or you can pick it up by the body. They can't turn their head a whole lot. You are you're you are like a, you're my hero right so now. So what sucks is that so possums are actually very very good animals. They kill ticks, rats, snakes, all kind of stuff that pests around your house. Um, but unfortunately, they eat chicken eggs, too. So when they were around our house, because my dad had chickens, we would always have to exterminate them, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, you may like possum, but you don't want him in your living room. Of and, course not. And, Never. And, and, and I do not recommend that. Yeah. Everybody loved. I was at this party last night. I told you I threw a Buckhead Butcher Shop. And they're like, dude, your description of Nola, when I was like, Nola, what you, I, I, I want to pretend that never happened. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. wipe that out of my brain. Yep. Please don't speak of this don't, ever again. Ever. Like a 16-year-old traumatized. Like the size of that sucker right in front of our fireplace, right? So precious, my and precious. And they're not cute. Like when they're, they oh, play the possum, teeth? their mouth opens like they're oh. dead. They're trying to let you know. They are scary. Dude, also, my husband's reaction was said, I'll take the NOLA. Don't mention it again. Yeah. Don't talk to me about it. He did, was very impressed you could even get it out did, of the house. Do you show him the photo? Mm-mm, I haven't seen him. So, but oh. I sh- you didn't send, send me the photo. Did you send it? I thought you just yeah, showed it. Yeah, sent all you guys. Oh, no, okay. sent all you guys. Okay, my other observation is, and real quick, I was listening to the morning shift today live at that golf event. So yes. Mike Johnson was on, uh, I guess, the tee, and he's, you know, hitting. Peeing off. 
So Tiffany says to Bo, you know, he's the best of the three of us. And Bo said, and I've witnessed men do this so often. He goes, well, I don't know. If I think I got him on my course, I could beat him. <laughs> Golf is the one game where you guys all do that. I don't know that you realize it. But you course. can say like, or if you know what, if so-and-so uh, played with one hand or, I mean, all these different scenarios of, no, 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 I could beat him. It's like the golf is the equalizer. You can absolutely make a case that I could beat him on any on such given day. Do you know y'all do that? I, so we do what? The way we talk smack about it? The way you, like, Mike Johnson is a better golfer than Bo. Right. Period. By, by I don't know by a lot, but clearly he's a better golfer. N- numerous strokes. Yeah, so Bo can't just say... Yeah, you know what? He would beat me. Right. Men don't say that. They go, well, listen, if he was on my course and I had my clubs and right. I was wearing my lucky shorts, I right. would totally take so it. So on any given day is your point, as opposed to just saying, yeah, yeah that Men guy's better than me. Men can't say, like, yeah, he's probably a better golfer than me. Right. Well, um, I don't golf enough. so No, I know no, I, no. You would never say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I would never. <laughs> anyway. That would never come out of my mouth. <laughs> and I'm trying because I got a boy's trip. Um, to Orlando, of all places, we're staying on this golf course, and I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm not an elite athlete, but I'm usually pretty good at everything I've done, right. relatively speaking, sure. relatively speaking, and golf is humiliating. It's just humiliating. I get asked to play in these member guests. I get asked to play in these pro-ams, and it's like, I don't want to I don't want to do that to somebody, right? I don't want to have them have to play me, so right. I just told Mike, ask their pro, can we do, like, you know, some kind of intervention over the next two weeks, just like... Six eight lessons. I'll, I love that he's from Boston. It's in Midtown, so I can go right after. Perfect. What's a what? What is the facility right in Midtown? Right. Yep. Five Iron Golf. Five Iron Golf. So John, Mike Johnson was raving. So there, it's grand opening. So we got to go. We uh, should go broadcast there. Okay. Well, they just they just I can did fil- that. but I know, but our show can do it, and I can uh, film you. And he's from Boston. It could be comedy. But yeah, but that would be humiliating to me. It's really what? bad. <laughs> it's really really bad. <laughs> Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. Nine. On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Slow your roll. That whole narrative of, wow, the Hawks might be better without Trey. Um, If you were peaking last night, the Hawks had the Nets. Early on, they were down by 20. So Yeah, right out not. of the gate. 124-97, the final. Yeah, humiliating final score. Um. Remember, as the show was playing out yesterday, I was like, um, I, I do think we need to be realistic. We beat two bad teams. What Orlando's not a bad team. They didn't have their best player. Utah was completely asleep in that game. It's nice at home. You can overcome. You play with energy. But, you know, w- w- we are we are a deeply flawed basketball team. Um, th- there's a lot of, lot of games to be played without Trey. There's another game to be played against Brooklyn. Uh, when is it? Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, and then they play and the Knicks. The so Knicks, they've got and like five days in New York. I know. So, so you know, we're not terrible without Trey, and we're not awesome without him. And, you know, we're somewhere in the middle. The question is, how will it fall in the next 20 games? As Here's we- where it needs to fall. Lose a lot. Get with the lottery, the lottery talk, because this is brutal. This is a terrible fail. The entire season is a fail. No, it is a the fail. The only way to salvage it is to get in the lottery where we are at least relevant. This is a fail. Well, they're going to have all kinds of scenarios. Moving DeJounte and some other guys, keeping Trey, moving Trey, um, getting in the lottery and getting, you know, somebody in the top, which is going to be hard. Listen, we're so fixed. far I ahead. Yeah. I know Brooklyn's behind us. And who else is behind us? Uh, the Bulls. So... 
We had a three and a half game lead into last night. I think maybe we're at two and a half. We're going to have to be really bad to fall into the lottery. And I don't know what the answer is. Other than everything you've been saying, it's broken. Yeah. It ain't working. And it's yeah. a couple of years of not working. And and we're not we're not Hawks fans to be in the 10th seed. We're not Hawks fans to be in the 9th seed. We're Hawks fans to be able to go down there and be like, we have a chance. We can compete. Right? Now, maybe we can't compete with the Celtics. But we should be able to compete with the Knicks. You shouldn't be the 10th seed. with Orlando. You should not be the 10th seed. Right. Period. It's unacceptable. And Atlanta fans, we are mad. It's enough already. Braves, stride or die is the t-shirt our friend Bo has on right now. Spencer Strider is the talk of spring training. He's added this curveball. So he's bringing the heat, the slider, the curve, the changeup. It's ridiculous. Three Innings let yesterday, struck out five. It's insane what's going on. Also, keep your eye on a forest wall in the mix to be on the bench. He hit not one, but two three-run home runs yesterday. So there you go. Today, the Orioles uh, come to Northport. Bryce Elder is up. And tomorrow, you guys, Ronaldo Lopez is starting. This is your starting pitcher, as you will recall. When we asked uh, our friend Grant McCauley, the Braves insider for us, said if you were to say today who's the fifth starter, he says Reynaldo Lopez. Yeah, it seemed to make sense. That's part of what they were thinking about. Uh, you know, hard thrower, uh, certainly looks like a guy that has the ability to be a really solid yeah. back end of the starting yep. rotation. Um, but there's a lot of spring training and a lot of fluff pieces to be written until we open our season in Philadelphia Many, many weeks away, but it's nice to see baseball for sure. I'm going to fly through these. Caitlin Clark uh, decides she is going to enter the WNBA draft. She will be the top pick. She will go to the Indiana Fever. Uh, NASCAR in Las Vegas this weekend. 3.30 they start. If you're betting on this stuff, Kyle Larson has had massive success at this track. He is the favorite. And don't forget, Georgia and Georgia Tech play their series. They will play tonight in at Georgia Tech. They play tomorrow at 2, sold out in Athens. And then on Sunday, they will play at Cool Ray Field at 3.30. Uh, and that is to raise money for Children's Health Care of Atlanta. And just announced, if you are a big into the Peachtree Road Race, the T-shirts are up for you to vote on. So... You can pick them all. They look great. As per usual, they're on my Twitter feed at SportsSandra. All right, great stuff. Sandy, getting us updated. Justin Farmer, WSB anchor, great friend of the show. He will co-host the 10 o'clock hour. Coming up, uh, Mike Griffith. We go live to Indianapolis. A lot of dogs in the combine making news. And one guy that very much could be a part of the Falcons. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up around 940. When we come back, by the way, 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Falcons quarterback carousel continues. We got our popcorn out, and we're watching. We'll find out if we like what we're hearing. You like that? You like that? I might. I just might. I do. Stay good, Sandra. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back to more of the Steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Nine twenty-three. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. Zach Klein with a... Uh, 
breaking piece of gossip or news that uh, we had on the show or the afternoon guys did yesterday. We'll play you some of that in terms of who the Falcons may be pursuing at the 11th hour. If you think it's only about Justin Fields, sit tight. We may be telling you differently. I did want to give a shout-out. I didn't mention in the first segment. I had a fabulous, fabulous evening last night. Okay. Uh, I've talked to you about Buckhead Butcher Shop, which is, uh, and we've done an event there. We did our Father's Day event last year there. So they moved into a new location. It's this high, high end butcher shop in in the smack in the heart of Buckhead, like over by where the little bars are and everything, um, and restaurants and whatnot. And and I had a bunch of folks to entertain, kind of like a corporate thing of folks who work with us at Bread and Butter and Atlanta mm-hmm. Eats, and I'm like. These dudes, these big wigs get invited to all this stuff. What can I come up with that guys will want to show up to? Unique experience. Yes, experiential. That's the word. So Buckhead Butcher Shop has now got like this great bar, TVs, dining room, massive kitchen. And you know, what do I always talk about men? Grilling out is like, yeah. it does. it crosses every demographic. Dudes on their big green egg. Dudes on their, uh, was it Traeger? Dudes on skillet. So last night they did this event, and they get this this fabulous uh, chef that was at Bones for twenty five years. Does an awesome job, and and we we brought a bunch of folks in. And I'm telling you, he went out and cooked these steaks on the big green egg. You would have thought people were looking at the moon landing. <laughs> I showed you the the photo. It is fina- fascinating. Yeah. Of of these four like you know big wigs that get to do a million different things. Probably get invited. They're staring at this. <laughs> Uh, then they go inside. So we, we cook it on the big green egg, and then we eat it. Then we go inside, and we do it on these huge um, ironed skillets with rosemary and mm, garlic. Butter. I mean, mm. And the butter, right? And, and I'm just telling you, these people were losing their mind. It's, it's just a very cool thing right now when you can do experiential. And I was told this by Kevin Rathman. He said he did a big green egg uh, tutorial. He's a top chef in Atlanta. He's like, that thing sells out in like three seconds. That was gave me the idea. Like, dudes want to talk about meat. And, of course, I'm doing a Q&A, uh, grilling them like, hey, is it taste really that much different than an egg as opposed to a skillet, as opposed to a, a, a Traeger? Yeah, because they made it all these different ways, which is so clever. Right. And, so that, that's and you had a, a baker that looked like oh, a yeah, pastry chef. Beautiful young lady, uh, Lauren. She she made these homemade chocolate chip cookies and, like, ten other pastries. It was like a It was experiential... a banana pudding. Did you taste that banana yeah, pudding? Yeah, no, it was awesome. So, like... Dudes and their tummies at an open bar, sports going. If you're thinking about a private party, if you're ever, like, trying to come up with a cool idea to entertain folks, rehearsal dinner, Buckhead Butcher Shop, they slayed. That's a great, like, 40th, 50th, 60th bar. It's a guy thing, though, right? Uh, Although women might like that. Well, a lot of these guys, like, my wife would lose her mind right now because they're doing cooking lessons as it's happening, right? Then they got sashimi out there, fresh tuna, salmon. I don't know, it was just an amazing night. So That's a uh, thanks well, to those guys. Connor's worked with 92.9. Connor Boney at uh, Buckhead Butcher Shop. Uh, rehearsal dinners, any of those things. I, I mean, this was sick. And dudes watching this, I'm telling you, it was like the solar eclipse. They're out, their mouths were, were agape. <laughs> wow. Look at what's going on on that. It's a Komodo Joe, by the way, is what we cooked on. Komodo Joe, which I think are better than the eggs, actually. Better item. But anyway, um, that's a story for another day. Um, Good job. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that, was a, that was a fun night. And um, my, my daughter was home also. She's headed to, what does she call it, Lottie. Lottie. 
left Georgia, brought four of her girlfriends home, and they're headed to Lottie. So cute. Kimberly gave Are they her, driving or flying? They're flying today. Mm-hmm. Kimberly okay. gave them the speech day day. Because, like, they were like, uh oh. Well, just like, don't act a fool. Oh, okay. Stay together. You know, good speech. Look out for roofies and all that. And they are, of course, they're being teenagers. They're like blowing her off. And then she had to be like, you don't know anything about anything. That's so true. Don't think you're so yeah. cool. You know nothing. So when one of you gets roofied, because you think this is funny, like, she was in their she was in their business, no How doubt. How do you feel when they model their little outfits? No, I, I don't want to see that. What do you mean? They didn't model them for me. I don't know. Maybe they model them what, for each what other. What about when you see pictures of, of well, the girls? Sophie tries. Outfits. Sophie tries to not send those pictures. If there's something I, whatever. I don't want to think about that. Don't right? ask me. That's a terrible. Yeah, I, but Sophie's pretty conservative overall, as far as I know. Yeah. I was like, why well, didn't I see any pictures from your birthday? We didn't take any. I was like, mm, mm-hmm. really? You didn't. <laughs> Eight college girls out in Athens. No pictures, huh? They usually are not on their phones. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, that's right. We mm-hmm. we put our phones away. Mm-hmm. Anyways, is uh, speaking of phones, we had Zach Klein on over the phone, live from Indianapolis, talking about what he put out on social media that the Atlanta Falcons are serious as a heart attack about Kirk Cousins. Uh, everybody I talk to says the logical thing is for them to draft, uh, not go to draft. They want to go for uh, a, a veteran move. All eyes, all arrows, everything points towards Kirk Cousins. You know, Arthur Blank has basically told this front office staff, do what you got to do, pay what you got to pay, get it done. So everybody I talk to, agents, uh, other coaches and scouts, uh, guys around the league, that's the feeling that they are saying. What they are hearing is that the Falcons will put all their attention on Kirk Cousins moving forward. Now, Terry's not saying that, and Raheem's not saying that, but that's what guys around the league are talking about. So this – Dukes and Bell, great job, by the way, that whole interview. I was listening in the car yesterday. It's on our Odyssey app. Just uh, go to the shows, and you can listen to the whole The, the scuttlebutt now is that Kirk Cousin makes a lot of sense. I'm just going to say this. It was funny. We were talking about my event last night. Huge conversation. By the way, Mayor was there, Mayor Dickens, and this is what I was talking to him about because he's like, what's going on? Is, um, is uh, Russell Wilson headed here? Is Justin Fields? What are you hearing? Yada, yada. We're all in a circle. I, there's no question. That if all things being equal, and we think Russell Wilson can give you two or three good years, and there's Justin Fields, one guy won't cost us anything, and one guy will. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to give up a first-round pick for Justin Fields. When you can sign Kirk Cousin as a free agent, it's not our money. Right. I don't want to hear about cap. It's like Drew says all that. Who cares about cap? You know, like, okay, what have we been doing with all our money anyway? It's not like we've been finding edge rushers because we're spending, right? Tell everybody what does an edge rusher do. <laughs> it's a, they do a little something called a sack. Yeah. They get so, after the so like, We I, don't see a lot of that. I here. do agree that all things being equal, you better take a serious look at Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins because you're not going to have to give up the equity coming back. And I think that we'd have to give up next year's number one for Justin Fields. Maybe we can hold on to the eighth pick. And maybe we can talk about uh, Dallas Turner. Mike Griffith will be on with us from the Combine coming up. And uh, and maybe that can happen this year. But if you're going to give up a number one, and that's what it's going to cost with Justin Fields, and a number two, or some, you know, some some combination, and you got two guys out there, Run Wesser Wilson's, you know, already getting paid by Denver, and another guy, Kirk Cousins, is just about writing a big check. Yeah. I, I don't want to give up the draft capital. Yeah. I don't want to have to do it. And, and here's what Arthur Blank, the, the one thing we absolutely know 
is we are not playing the rookie quarterback game. We are not playing it. He's not going to wait here and wait for the development. Even if it's one of those three guys, they're almost a relief that they're not picking high enough to take a rookie because they want to win now. Yep. They want a veteran quarterback. Arthur Blank Butts is in seat. We need some energy in this six, town. Six you- losing seasons Ugh. and last year's debacle and Desmond Ritter rookie-esque, right? It was basically his first season playing. Marcus Mariota, the great reclamation project. Matt Ryan, back end of the final year of his career with Arthur Smith and a bad team. Like, they're over it. Arthur Blank's instructions are, I didn't. I trusted the last regime, um, and as they say in Animal House, you, you, you effed up, you trusted us, right? Well, that's what <laughs> happened, you know? And he's not, he's not going to trust the notion of J.J. McCarthy, or uh, Bo Nix, or Michael Penix. That is not happening. If you think we're going under center opening day with a rookie quarterback that hasn't got the, uh, the snaps or a backup like Mariota, not happening. I agree. Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, or um, Kirk, Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Has to be. Yeah. And you're going to overpay. That's how it is. Yeah. You okay. are in a debt. You have put yourself it's in like a debt situation. Like Sandra always says, how's it working out for you not yeah. overpaying? You have to overpay. How did it go to underpay? Uh, not underpay, but how did it go to, you know, go to, uh, what do you like to say? What's that store for five bucks to get everything you want? Mm-hmm. What's the name of that place? I love that place. Five bucks store. It's just called five bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that was Marcus Mariota. I'm glad he got a good deal on that, right? And then he and then he threw one of the worst passes in NFL history, the the famous grenade pass, like Mike Bell calls it. And then <laughs> and then how'd it go with trusting a rookie quarterback or a second year guy? How'd that go? Mm-hmm. Didn't go anywhere. So Arthur Blank's not sitting around thinking about, hey, let's develop this guy. Now you could draft a quarterback in the second round if they're there, and then you could have a, a veteran quarterback like Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and you could do the Jordan Love Aaron Rodgers thing, which I have no problem Love with. Love it. You know? If you, They're if, talking about Bo Nix and J.J. McCarthy dropping, dropping. the second round. Mm-hmm. So that that would intrigue me. Kirk Cousins, one of those two guys is backup. Give Kirk Cousins all the money in the world for two years. We have a plan B. God forbid you got an injury or, like, let it play out for two years. I mean, Green Bay gave you the blueprint. But, but yeah, we're, we're not going under center with a rookie quarterback. I totally agree yeah, with you. Yeah, so – uh, and I'm, I was surprised because there's – Win so- now, here's a blank check. That's what Arthur Blank is telling Yeah, the, the salary the- cap is uh, up considerably mm-hmm. this year, 5% higher than was thought to be. It's even above that. So, um, yeah, listen, I, 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 I think that we'll be opening day in a sold-out building with a brand-new head coach and a brand-new quarterback that we're excited about. How it plays out, and then what do you think is there, next 14 days? Well, the ju- I'm looking at ESPN, and the headline is, once again, Justin Fields' news coming soon. So right. I don't know what that means and what they're rushed to get it done this week. Okay, that's fine. The other news you're going to hear about is Jaden Daniels. Excuse me. Uh, Jaden Daniels just spoke and is doing great. Okay. Um, Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams is not doing the medical. That was a headline. He has said, I'm not doing any medicals. Is that a red flag? So we go to our resident expert, which is... Well, no, I was going to ask Garrett about it because he has a thought on it as well. So, yeah, what... what, Just to confirm it, he just clarified it. It's only with the teams he's meeting with. Apparently, doing medical for all 32 teams when you know you're going to go in the top five or top three, really top one, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's just for the... So he'll give the top five teams, he will do a medical for those. Just for the teams that he meets with, he'll do a medical for. But it's like, why would he do it for anybody else? Mike Johnson's told a great story about those medicals. And that those teams can literally 
you're in the room interviewing with them, they're, and they're like, okay, well, we see you, you uh, sprained your ankle in 1984 in a high school game. Yeah. They can say, we're taking you to, like around Indy, there's four or five spots. They put you in an ambulance, and off you go to, not an ambulance, but a, a shuttle. You're going to get this done now. And he said, it is so intimidating and scary of because you never know what they're going to find. Right. And Mike Johnson's. So he's worried there's a bone chip. From an ankle injury exactly. in high school that they're going to uncover. That's right. That's never really been a problem. But now they, and especially a guy like Mike, who, by the way, he was told you may be third round, he may be fourth round, he may be fifth yeah. round. Like, we don't know where you're going to fall. Well, I know where you're going to fall if they find something that they didn't anticipate, right? Yes. And you just caught, you cost yourself, I don't know, a couple of million bucks. You know, uh, granted, third round money, fourth round money, fifth round money. Right. You know, it's not life changing. But every round matters when it comes to that. We'll go to the combine, talk to Mike Griffith. Also, great friend of the, uh, the show, Justin Farmer, will be in here live. Poor guy was a sports guy for so long, and now he's got to do news. <laughs> Gosh. Did you take a job? You took his job? So he was the weekend sports anchor at WPTV. WPTV! In 1996 and left to go to Utah as a sports director. That job was open, and I got his job oh, at Channel okay. 5 in West Palm Beach. Small world. We'll do that when we come yep. back. Steak and Sandra, it's the Steakhouse, Sports Radio 92.9 a game. Now, now. your game traffic. 92.9 The Game's Traffic Center brought to you by Bader Scott Accident Attorneys. Call Bader Scott, 404-888-8888. That's 404-888-8888. Hey there, Stephanie Stallworth, ATL Traffic Lady. Good morning to you. I had a vehicle fire that was working for a while out there. Sierra 155, Flat Shoals Parkway at Shoals Park Drive. Say they got the lanes cleared out for you a little earlier than expected. That's good. Also, 20 headed east over past Boulevard. Had a wreck over there in that area to leave the downtown connector. Another wreck on 285 at southbound, ramping off the South Atlanta. Ramping off the South Atlanta. 9.42. How you doing, everybody? You know what you uh, think of when you see this weather today? You should be in a plane to Vegas, like Sandra's going to be, uh, what, tomorrow? Tomorrow morning, wheels up, baby. Yep, I got a bachelorette party for one of my dear, dear friends. So off we go. So is this the same crew that all goes to that beach house for yes. the last 20 yeah, years? Yeah, but others all, from all over the country. How do you in. get invited? How do you make the cut? Because I planned it. I was one of three that one, planned it for her. No, no, no. So. One, no, I get it that you're where you're going. Oh, you're saying how, how did, to Not yeah. you make Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sandy. We just really How do you make the, the cut? You ca- we anybody, cast the net. Is it like the Hall of Fame voting that a name gets brought up? You know, so-and-so from Minnesota wants to jump in. She's so-and-so's friend. Mm-hmm. And then does it go in front of the Vegas committee? Right. And, and then we and, go, that's a niche, up. niche. That's a niche. No, yeah. no. We don't do that. So no, everybody's invited. We mean everybody's invited. There was probably 25 girls invited. 19 are going. And the bachelorette doesn't even know most of what's happening. Is anybody single? A lot are single. A lot. I would say seven, eight, or single. So the notion what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas mm-hmm. in terms of shenanigans, to quote Mike Bell, is there a chance that any of those ladies get into some shenanigans? Yeah, they'll get into some trouble. <laughs> they will. Yeah, that, absolutely. So, so some of the, got, yeah. There's a possibility that some of those <laughs> single women may meet a friend while they're out there. I hope they do. I hope they have a nice encourage brunch with a, a no, young gentleman. I was talking about a brunch, yeah. So, so you have how many in 19 are single? How many I want to say like maybe six. Or, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, put him in a put him in a target. Look at all the guys over here. We're just like, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, literally, like everybody's not in there. Wow, they've never listened to this show ever, and, like, and now they're listening. They're like, yeah, <laughs> how you hello. doing? How you doing? Yeah, just yeah. get them as they're getting off the plane. Slip a little phone number. I'd love to take you yeah. guys to the new yep. Fountain Blue. Yeah, make, sh- make sure you check out the new Fountain Blue at some point. Oh yeah, it's supposed going, to be spectacular. You having dinner the there? You're having dinner. Are you going to the Sphere there. tour and <laughs> yeah. everything? All right. Good stuff. Listen, the only the only thing would be more fun than Vegas, which I know Rusty Manziel's listening, thinking the only thing would be more fun is if I was Mike Griffith, who gets to combine. be gets to be in Indianapolis, right, Mike? Right. You talk about a sexy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You talk about a sexy great. town, awesome. sexy town, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's great steak. Uh, you're really living it up here in Indy. Yeah. All right. So how many times? How many years have you covered the uh, combine? Oh man, I I don't know. Probably. 10 8 I, something like that it just it's a blur it's a it's it's a it's a marathon event i mean there's you know podiums of guys lined up and bodies everywhere and you know it's uh, one interview after another more media more media than ever before uh you know it's i mean i covered georgia football so you know at the national title game there's a ton no no, of no i'm talking like about the combine is it the mo- most media you've ever been at the combine I, I, you know, it, it's the room's always packed. I would, it, I, I would guess. I mean, I'm just looking at it right now, and you know, I'm looking at the TV cameras. There's probably 75, 80 cameras. There's three or four live television sets here. Pretty every network's represented. Um, gosh, I know we got a ton of people from Georgia too. Obviously, it's, it's, it is, it is quite a show. Stake to your point. Yeah. Yes. All right. So what, what, what's what constitutes a big headline? Is it some guy has a 40 that jumps off the page? Is it, you know, somebody deciding not to do something? Like, what warrants and what has been the big story so far? Well, if you remember last year, the big story was Jalen Carter flying back to Georgia to get arrested. Um, that, that, was, that was probably oh the God, overwhelming story. Right. Remember oh, that? Yeah, that was, no. quite a, that was quite a headline. Um, you know, yeah, the, the field testing – stake i think is is what a lot of the people see you know my role here we're interviewing all these players right so i'm talking to jermaine burton and ad mitchell and obviously all the georgia players and you're you know you're getting little bits and nuggets from you know talking to the alabama guys uh chris braswell for example and what made this interesting is he thinks nick saban's still helping to coach the team i was like he's like no he's still coaching he's still got an office over there and you're going wow really like you really think that's oh yeah you know they really think that's happening you know and it's just interesting hearing some of the players, you know, points of views and comments about the programs and, you know, guys they played against, you know, A.D. Mitchell talking about, you know, working out at Georgia, being, you know, Jermaine Burton talking about how much he still loves his guys at Georgia. It's just stuff that maybe fans wouldn't expect uh, you get out of the interviews, you know. And, but to your point, what, when those guys hit the field, we're going to want to see if somebody can run a 4-2 something. We're going to see, you know, where these Georgia guys go. If if Lad can run a high four three, if Brock Bowers, and and Stake, I'd ask you, playing the poker game, should Brock Bowers do anything if he's already the number one tight end in the draft? Well, it does feel like Brock Bowers is moving down in the draft only because of the position, and only because they use his draft equity, or you know, can you go top ten? at that position, given it's not going to be as many looks. I've never seen many college football players better than Brock Bowers, but but there is a notion that you're gun-shy to take a tight end in the top ten, and obviously Kyle Pittston helped, 
help make people feel <laughs> better about it, right? Right, right? But I mean, I you know, I think Brock Bowers in a weird spot, um, and and will whatever he does there move him up in the top ten and solidify it, or is he going to continue to possibly drop because of the position he plays? Yeah, well, you wonder is the juice worth to squeeze, right? I mean, if now if Brock Bowers thinks he could go out there and run a four four zero and jump forty inches, then you know, then maybe it's worth it to convince somebody. But I, I kind of think the tape's in on this guy. I think it's. I think the risk is too high. You know, you have one bad day, and you know maybe you don't run the time you thought. And now everybody starts picking, and you fall even further. Uh, stake. I just can't see him dropping. You know, be behind the below the Denver Broncos at twelve. You know, the guy the guy that lit it up yesterday was Dallas Turner, and I've seen him on some Falcons mock drafts. And you know, how much would a guy like Dallas Turner impact the Falcons as an edge rusher? I mean, this guy was flying in the four four uh, range. I think he jumped nearly forty. Just an explosive player. Yeah, I think Dallas Turner is the name on everybody's lips. I think that any notion of getting Justin Fields that gives up the eighth pick that could be Dallas Turner is a very shaky proposition. Maybe you're giving up a number one next year, but you have got to hold on to that pick. And Dallas Turner seems like it makes the most sense. Linebackers, though, traditionally, whatever you want to call them, edge rushers, it, it hasn't been a smooth sailing. Um, I think they were they were saying the last true – now, he's not a true linebacker at all. They, they, he's a hybrid um, but Roquan Smith may be the most impactful yeah. linebacker taken in the last four or five years. Yeah. That's a funky situation in terms of size. But, I mean, everything you hear about him, especially the, the year he just had, I'd love to see him wearing black and being on the Falcons opening day. Yeah, I was, I was thinking like a Dwight Freeney clone, going old school on you there, Jake. But, you know, you mentioned Fields. It's so interesting to me. You know, Justin was such a fantastic high school player. So many fans in Georgia – obviously signed with the Bulldogs before a great career at Ohio State. You hear so much about him maybe coming back to the Falcons. And I did a poll on our Dog Nation Twitter, and it's like 50-50. Over 1,000, it's like split right down the middle. And I'm like, man, you know, Justin Fields, you know, you talk to the guy, he's so cool and easy going, and yet he may be the most controversial guy in the state of Georgia over the last yeah. four or five years. So true. Well, it, what's fascinating, it was controversial when he was at Georgia. Yep. And then it was controversial how good he was at Ohio State, especially for that one game, right, in the semis. Yeah. And then it's like, I've got three years of game film to watch, and you still can't really settle on how we feel about him. How much is about the personnel around him? How much is about him still just not being able to be a drop-back, you know, quarterback that can read defenses? Like, there, there's there's nothing that, that sways you either way enough to not make him – Again, a very highly controversial conversation. Which is- well, he well, is. I, but I'll, I'll take some controversy out of it for George fans. I'll tell you this. His sister, Jaden, kills it. I mean, <laughs> kills it on the softball yep. team. That is the number three team in the country. And if, she, if you follow her on social media, she is a, she's, a riot. Dude, she's, she's a blast. She's so, a superstar. Oh, yeah. Have you heard about Fantastic. that, Sandy? Oh, yeah. Because Rusty is watching Georgia softball because he coached one of the girls was uh, when he had his travel team. And all he keeps telling me about is Justin Fields' yep, sister yep. is just lighting it up. Um, She'll be in the media. Hey, she's going to be taking somebody's job here when she's done with softball in Atlanta in the Atlanta media market. She's really good. That's great. Finishing up with Mike Griffith live at the Combine in Indianapolis. So, Lad McConkey just spoke as well. Mm-hmm. What are you hearing about him? Another guy that I would feel incredible about getting if I'm certainly, uh, you know, it's not going to come off the first round. But, I mean, Lad McConkey has uh, – all indications stock is rising. Well, speaking of popular Georgia sports figures, I mean, 
you know, Mr. Aw shucks there comes from nowhere and 1500th ranked recruit walk, you know, almost a walk on last scholarship on the team. And now he's risen up to the status stake where he's compared with Cooper cup. And you say he's not a first rounder, but there's people saying that if he runs a high four, four, three number, uh, with what he did at the senior bowl, he, he could be a sneaky late first round pick for one of these elite teams, uh, that want to get a guy that can shake and, and do some things in the open field. Um, I, I'm with you. I think he's probably more of a, a second round guy, but he's certainly an exciting figure. And, and Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saints, a guy uh, that really lit it up at the senior bowl. And does he get into the second day conversation? You know, we're getting, getting deep in the weeds here. I mean, really the quarterback stake, that's what everybody hears kind of talking about and how they interview. I don't think a lot of them are going to work out and, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Well, I, mean, I understand why a guy doesn't want to run, but you don't, you don't yeah. want to throw the ball next to somebody? Well, it's it's 100% guaranteed that of the three quarterbacks taken top three, somebody in the second, third, fourth round is going to be a better quarterback than one of those guys. I don't know. You know, We, we don't know who it's going to be, but we do know that if you think the three best quarterbacks in the draft are going to be the exact three taken, that's not how it works, right? You know, well, well, these guys, I'll tell you this, these guys are all skinny. I think DJ Shockley's built better than any of these guys here. So they look like they're ready to fall apart. I'm serious, man. Have you seen Shockley? He looks like he's still pressing weights. But these That's corners, funny. are Drake made long, you know, bow necks. I'm thinking, good, good grief. How many, how many hits can these guys take in the league? Yeah, well, they need an NFL uh, strength and conditioning coach. They'll get that bulk on. All right, hey, Mike, good stuff. We'll talk to me. Get back in town and maybe review it on Monday, how the whole weekend goes. All right, appreciate it, guys. Have a great weekend. Always great to have you. Mike Griffith, live from Indy. Justin Farmer, WSB anchor, a staple in this town. He gets to play buy or sell later. He's live in studio co-hosting. That's coming up as well. Steak and Sandra on a Friday on the Steakhouse.